What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning into the Modern Macho. This is your host Juan Carlos here with his homie Santi. Yo, what's up, everybody? We're here for the gentleman trying to grow, trying to be better every day, trying to reflect and just become better men. How we doing today, dude? Doing pretty good. Um, you know, it's well today when we're recording, it's actually it's Tuesday, so um, I don't know. Like there, the there was a certain stand. I know, right? There was a certain point today, though. Like, I was, I think it was in the morning, I, I was going for a run. And I literally, for huh? some reason, was like, oh, what a, what a fucking beautiful Saturday. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what, what I was fu- thinking, dog. <laughs> I was like, in La La Land, bro. Good for you, so, man. That means you were, you were hey, you know, feeling yourself. I'm being ambitious. Yeah. I actually worked this weekend, though. So I, I'm, I'm probably going to take next Monday off. But I, I'm okay. not looking forward too much to this weekend because I'm like, fuck, I have to work and shit. But, you know, all in all, this uh, today's definitely better. I, I know yesterday I shared, like, some of the feelings I was having with, you know, uh, you know, the consumption of alcohol and kind of where I'm at with that. So I think today, right. you know, I, I, I honestly didn't really think about it. I was just like, you know what, like, just fucking... Make good decisions. You know what I mean. When yeah, you know better, when you when you know better, you do better. Type of thing, you know. And so you know, fucking, um, like I was actually contemplating having a drink, just like I, I just one drink. I kind of had a headache at the end of the day today, but I was like, you know, what? I don't, I don't fucking need it. Like I'm okay. Like and plus, if I have it tomorrow, like you know, I have certain things. Like just like you know, my workout routine. I don't want to fuck with that. You know, so. You know, I, I think all in all, fucking, today was a good day, you know, just trying, like, it's just funny how sometimes, like, of course it's important I think about it, but then it's like, are you overthinking? Are you just right. kind of, uh, and just the way the brain works, it's like, whoa, I, I it's, I find it fucking curious. It's but, like it never stops know? almost. It doesn't, you know, it, and, and it's, it's tough, you know, and like. Um, like I'll be fucking straight up honest, dude. Like I'm of the belief that when it comes to the brain, just the fact that we all have different brains, I honestly believe like you know some people like aren't meant to be sober. <laughs> like you know what I'm doing? Like like I don't know why. Like but I remember one time I was having a beer with my and I'm no, I'm gonna get a lot of pushback. I totally get it. That's not a pro- probably yeah, no, not the fucking healthiest way of thinking. Shh, but no, you, we're trying to get to know each other. I remember one time I was talking with my homie and we were at a bar. We were like in the outside section, and it was right before class. But I had I had a good like tipsy vibe. You know, nothing crazy, right? Not like. Uh, I could still do fucking math problems, you know, no problem, you know. But anyway, right. um, you know, I was just chilling, you know, I was on a good bus and I tell my boy, uh, fucking Canelo.5, I tell him, I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> I think this is how a regular person's supposed to feel. And he looked at me like, what are you talking about? Like, right now, like, I'm in a perfect buzz where, like, I'm not out of touch with reality, but the things that shouldn't be bugging me just aren't. You right. know what I mean? And I feel like well, that's how you justify I, it, at least. That's how I justified it, of course, you know. But like, right. But still, in that time, it's like, why? Like, why the fuck is it that way? Why is my bra- brain wired that way? Where, like, of course, I think there's there's a lot that goes into it. But like, it's just kind of like, like, I I still can't help but feel that there's something more than just like you know fucking. 
I don't know. I, I really feel there's a physical wiring of the brain that's like, no, right now, like, this is how, this is when you'll feel the best. or what, I don't know, but it, it just kind of, like, makes me scratch my head a little bit because, of course, okay. you, like, that's when you feel like you're dependent on something to feel a certain way, you know? Yeah. And, but it's like, I also get it. Like, some, I feel like a lot of people feel that way. You feel me? Like, not necessarily addicts. I'm, you know, I think that's right. another level. But I mean, for I feel like the majority of people like would feel some sort of way giving up like it, maybe if it's not alcohol, giving up like fucking weed or whatever your fucking your drug of choices, you know, or sin of choice, whatever, you know, give it up for a month and let me see how you, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why is it that way? Why do we cling on to these things, you know? And so it, it's kind of more of not. Um, yeah, thinking about me and my brain, but even just an exist an existential question of like, why the fuck do we cling on to certain things that we don't need? You know, like right. We need water, we need food, but we don't need alcohol. You know what I mean? We don't right. need fucking I don't know whatever I, other I, vices. I, I, I think there. I mean from from outside in, from what I see, I think it, even with the stuff that I've clinged onto, I think it's just sometimes it's easier to cope with it. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear you talk about your your journey for the last month, and I think you made the more difficult decision. Like, and you should be proud of that. And and it shows mm. because even though you're questioning it, like at least what you're demonstrating to me, dude, is the fact that that you're not even drinking today is because you value yourself in a different way than a month yeah. ago. Like, you know what I mean? But but oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting though because I I'm trying to understand what you're saying, and I, and I, I think I. I think I get what you mean. Like, it's almost like like they. I think you've always been told like, uh, you know, alcohol impairs your your decision making, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and I could be wrong, but this is kind of what I what I kind of got out of that, and it kind of trips me out. Is okay, so so you're telling me if I drink alcohol, my brain is is basically gonna make a stupid decision, but technically, like my brain is capable of making decisions regardless. So. Yeah. Is it, I don't need alcohol to make dumb exactly, decisions. Exactly, exactly. Like, <laughs> so I, I guess I, I can kind of see where you're coming from. It is kind of interesting. I mean, I, again, I'm not condoning it. I'm not glorifying alcohol or drinking like that. No, but it's interesting to, to see see it from a different perspective. I think it's just more of a mindset that you attain through, you know, experience. and I'm not saying that's the mindset I have right now with myself because, right, right. you know, after this month, like for sure, that fucking did, like even looking back, like, uh, Putting side by side even this weekend and, you know, my weekends when I wasn't drinking. And I'm not going to lie, bro. I was like, dude, like, yeah, you may have been a little bit more bored. Like, or maybe you didn't have as much fun, but you also didn't have that down. Like, come down. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's true. The come down sucks, bro. And, like, I think I've shared on here, like, for me, my hangovers are rarely, like, you know, once again, when I'm usually drinking are not really physical. Like, I don't really have headaches. I don't really have, like, my stomach is usually fine. But it's okay. my emotions. Like, the uh. emotional roller coaster that I go through the next days will fucking sucks. And so, anywho, like, I didn't have any, like, bad come downs this weekend. But, like, you know, it, it was, you know, still some sort of come down that it made me reflect, like, damn, this isn't a good feeling. Like, why right. do I do this to myself, you know? Um, once again, I'm not saying I should never drink, but, you know, like today, for like, you know, you bring up, like, you know, just, I don't need it, you know? Yeah. 
no yeah. point. It's but. like it's almost like it's your like, like you're saying. It's like your own journey. You know, I have a I have a homie. Um, this is actually named Santiago. Um, shout out to him. And uh, every year, like before, I think it's like before football season or before the Super Bowl. I can't remember exactly what time of the year, but he doesn't drink for a solid month. And this dude can mm. drink. And I remember. I just I always thought that was very interesting, and I never really looked, like thought too much of it. But I know I asked him one time, like, "Why do you do that?" He said, "Well, it, I do it just to remind myself that I can." Mm-hmm. And and I and I didn't get it. Like, I, it didn't make sense. But now, like, it, now it makes sense. Like, now it makes sense yeah. where, like, even though I think I don't think that he necessarily abuses alcohol, um, but. For his journey to be able to know, like at the end of the day, if I make the decision to, to today to say, hey, I don't want to drink, I, I know that I'm drinking because I enjoy it and not because I'm dependent on it. Right. And, you know, I've never really questioned him enough to know if there's more to that. And maybe there was a point in his life where he did need it all the damn time or something, you know. But uh, um, I think it just it, it kind of comes down to what it what it means for, for us individually, too, you know. Because t- like today, yeah. my brother came over, we got in the pool. And I wanted to have a beer. I wanted to have the beer. And I'm like, I know myself. I can just have one beer and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But like where I'm at right now, I'm like, no, it's during the week. I told myself I wouldn't. I know I'm just going to feel nasty tomorrow morning. So I'm not. Even if it's just one, like that one is going to, like I'm going to feel defeated and I'm going to be mad at myself for it. So you know what? Yeah. I just won't. I just won't. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's just a fucking trip, man. You know, but you know, anywho, fucking, we all have coping mechanisms so are healthier yeah. than others, so, you know. I, and we're all different. I think, it, you know, what, probably what matters most is just the intention and that we're doing it in a healthy way. Because a lot of times what becomes what becomes kind of toxic also is, is the highs, right? Mm-hmm. Like the highs of saying, oh, well, my coping mechanism is, you know, uh, I, I don't know, just, you know, for example, drinking. Like, that's my coping mechanism. I can have a drink with my friends and drink with my friends. And it's like, okay, but at some point, you got to sit down with yourself and you really got to look at this in the fa- in, you know, face-to-face. And so when you're living constantly on highs, like, eventually that gets old, you know? And then, and, then, yeah. and then it hits you fucking 10 times harder when you really have to sit down and say, okay, these highs are temporary. Like, you mm-hmm. want real happiness. Like, you got to really find, like, guide yourself in that right direction. And yeah. it's, you know, you really have to push yourself to take the hard road. No, definitely. And you know what? It's funny. Like, when I think back to, like, um, and I mentioned this before, I think uh, now that I'm older, you know, a lot of the, my childhood traumas that I've carried on, I think have, you know, I speculate, have affected my, um, or, mm, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. I've, all those traumas have manifested themselves in what I now have as, like, in my depression state. So like, um, I feel like, you know, thinking back, cause I feel like when I have depressive state, it comes and goes. And I, I usually feel like they come in bigger chunks. Like I'll have it for a lot. Like I'll feel this sense of just like unmotivation, like fucking sadness, nostalgia, like a, even like sometimes I look back, I, I feel like I even have a warped view of my past. You know what I mean? And the experiences I've had in my past where when I'm in these depressive states, like I'll think of bad times and for some reason I feel good. You know what I mean? Like there's uh, this sense of like like the memories attached to some sort of joy or some shit. Okay, okay. Um 
And so, I mean, and I don't know why that is. I think I, I think about it and it kind of fucking trips me out. Um, Do you but, think it might be a sense of like, a sense of comfort maybe of, of maybe of like, at least being able to identify it? Like the fact that you were able to channel it. Because I find that in myself where like, when I, when I start to like really think about the past and my childhood and mm. where I've lost even some of my innocence and things like that. Like, I feel like when I, when I pinpoint to that moment or I pinpoint to the things that have shaped it, I get like, I don't know if it's fucked up, but almost like a shitty sense of comfort of like, Oh, like I, I understand a little bit of where it comes from. Like, it's not just random thoughts in my head that are just popping up out of nowhere from like stuff that I've seen in a book. Like this stuff's coming from somewhere, you know? Kind of, but not really, because so I feel like when I think back to other sad moments, it's usually other times that I've been in these depressive states. Okay. So like, for example, like, um, like last summer, last summer, I think that was probably my last big depressive state I was in, like summer heading into fall. Uh And I think it's because I was adapting to my new environment here. And I remember thinking back for some fucking reason so much to that December prior. So December, 2018. Right. Okay. And, but during that time, dude, during that time in uh, December, 2008, dude, I was fucking, I mean, I've never had such intense suicidal thoughts in my life, bro. Where like, I mean, I think we all have suicidal thoughts. You know what I mean? I, I don't think suicidal thoughts is, a is, um, it's not uncommon. I yeah. feel like we've all at I least agree. have set some sort of expression regarding us not being here anymore. You know right. what I mean? I think or it's a lot more common it, than we think. Yeah. Or even if it's the thought of like, I'm going to disappear and start a new life, you know? Um, like that, just that sense of killing who you are. You feel Damn, me? that's crazy. Yeah. But anywho, so like during that time in 2018, bro, like I remember just for no apparent, I mean... Not that there was no reason, but no reason that seemed fucking uh, rational at that time for me to really be in the sense of like, the world will be a better place without you. Like there's, you don't need to be here. And everything that you're doing at this point is more harmful than it is good. And I don't know why, but it was like almost like this voice talking to me. Not a literal voice, but just feelings that, you know, come out. But like, for some reason, I, I don't understand why, like, you know, during that time, I thought so hard of not just I and I, you know, kind of talked about like fucking that December 2018 mood that I was in and me reflecting back to that. But that wasn't the only time Like I would just think back of other depressing times. But for some reason, think, man, I wish I was back then. Like, I, I wish I was back at that state for whatever, even though I know it was a bad time. I can't help but have this emotion of it. But. I don't know. I feel like I'm probably just getting a little too you, deep, but fucking, no, it's no, just that's what, odd that's to what me. it's about. What what do you um, what do you think changed that? I mean, where I mean, I think it's cool to I'm not necessarily cool, but like I think it's important to share. Like, obviously, you came back from that, and obviously, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it is, you bounced back, and here we are, and we still have moments where I I know personally I still get depressed. Like, I don't know that I that I get depressed to the point of mm-hmm. like still wanting to kill myself. But, but I do like, I mean, I told you, dude, even yesterday, I, fuck, I didn't even want to wake up to go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I told you like, I didn't eat all day, dude. And like, it was one of those things where I, I knew, and you know what, having the conversation with you and even 
writing, you know, talking about the podcast and doing a little bit of journaling, it was like the first thing that I felt was hunger. I was like, oh, mm. I'm hungry. Like I'm ready to eat now. You know, I feel better. So it was, it was almost cool to be like, all right, man, now I know moving forward the things that I can kind of do that are going to help me with my depression. Because the second that I started feeling it, it was like, okay, I got to figure this out, but I got to do this alone. I got to do this alone. I got to do this alone. You know? Yeah. And so yeah. to be able to find those things, like, so yeah, like what, what changed that? What, how was like that journey recovering from that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What got you out yeah. of that, dude? Dude, I don't know. I feel like each time it, it would be something different or maybe I, part of me just got over it because the things that I suspect are part of the reasons why I feel the things are, the, uh, sorry, my dog's trying to get under the bed. Um, <laughs> or, you know, I feel like a big reason why I go into these depressive states, I start thinking about like our mortality. Specifically, I'm, I start thinking about my parents, dude. Like, fucking, I, I feel like, like, I've already mentioned on here, like, I've thought about me, like, not making it to 40, you know, or whatever, the, you know. But, right. like, beyond that, like, when I think of my parents' mortality and when that time will come, you know, um, that's, that. I feel like that's where, uh, at least a root of it, you know what I mean? One like of the it things. Like, it scares you? It scares the shit out of me, bro. And gotcha. like, not so much that it'll happen today. What scares me is that it will happen one day. Right, right. It's a, it's promised. Fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And for so sure. f- for me, like, just thinking about it from that lens, like, it doesn't have to be tomorrow. It doesn't have how. Like, I don't feel ready for it. You know, I I just simply don't. You know, um, and so. I, I think that's one of the things, like, whenever I start thinking about time and how fast time is moving, and, you know, the first thing that pops into my mind is mortality. And so, once again, like, I don't think that's anything, you know, profound or, you know, um, I'm pretty sure more other people feel that way. But, um, but yeah, and then, so, you know, with those thoughts, you pair that up with alcohol, dude, that, like, because you're filling up so much emotion with something that gives you so little emotion, and, like... It almost feels to me like because I have no emotion, I'm almost okay with me not being here. You know what I mean? Right. Because right. it's like, you know, like, it's almost like I can see clearly. Yet that clarity isn't real. It's right. brought on to me by fucking the numbness of it all. You know what Damn. I mean? So, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm just like venting out and like some, I'm making some connections just That's- by you know vocalizing it but i yeah dude, I, fucking. I appreciate you sharing dude yeah no of course I mean, so now i i guess let's go deeper i have another question what do you want what <laughs> <laughs> like what i mean in this moment right now would you would you consider it killing yourself because so with mm-hmm. i mean not mm-hmm. okay that's not the real question the real question is just like i don't think you do obviously now compared to then so I think part of that, or a huge part of that now is there's obviously a purpose. So like, what, what, what's your purpose? Yeah. What would you mm-hmm. say is your purpose? Mm-hmm. So I feel like thoughts of suicide come and go, to be honest. Like, I don't yeah. think it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like even on my best day, I could think about suicide. And that I don't think it's necessarily like me, like not it's not even a realistic you know thought it's sometimes i just think about like what would the world be without me you know what i mean like 
right now, like if I were to not be here, and maybe that's not suicide. Maybe that's just me not being here and not necessarily me taking my own life. Um, yeah. But um. But yeah, you know, I definitely think about all those other things for sure. But um. Uh, but can you rephrase the question? Sorry, I feel like just I like what what what's purpose? Like at least mm. me, oh, I guess me trying me trying to understand it because I have suicidal thoughts all the time myself. And I always mm. think of like worst case scenarios, bro. And mm. I feel like I've had traumas in my life that have almost justified the fact that it's like, it does only happen to me. I mean, a, a simple, just real easy example of like really how traumatic it really is, is when I felt during the band show, mm. you know, like it was like, I mean, of course, like I can laugh about it now, but it was like, you know, for those that don't know, like we were in marching band and during competition, like while I was marching, I fucking fell and like the drums landed on my face. And that was something that like, I swear, things like that, I feel like only happened to me. Mm. Like, like this, this, you know what I mean? Like, if you were to put the statistics out for it, it's like negative. To like, it's like one to half percent of somebody falling during a marching band show like that. And it was like, it fucking happened to me. Like, why do these things always happen to me? And mm. and like, so I always have those thoughts, and I always think of worst case scenario. But I feel like. When I've gone to the depressing state of really feeling low to where I think I've genuinely like would consider suicide, like I, it was really ingrained in me of thinking I could leave tomorrow and it doesn't fucking matter, you know? But I do think that even having those thoughts now or when I'm in healthier places or moments, like something stops me and I would like to, mm. and I, I feel like it's purpose, like, like, because mm. I think about like my son, I think about you know, my responsibility now as a brother, as a friend, or even for myself, like what I need to do to take care of myself. And I feel like those things, like that purpose, even though sometimes it becomes very confusing and even blurry, right? Like, yeah. because it should be such a huge part, but it, it seems so non-existent and non-important sometimes. Yeah. But just having that makes me realize like the purpose, at least for me, is what stops me mm-hmm. from even going too far sense. into my thoughts on suicide. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I feel like, like you mentioned, I think purpose, like sometimes it could get, it could get a little blurry or, you know, um, to be honest, sometimes I think that's what I struggle with is like my purpose. I think I have a vision as to what my purpose is, but sometimes I, I feel like that's not my purpose. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I'm not a hundred percent bought into the fact that that is my purpose, you know, like it's predetermined and, almost or what? Uh, or whatever you know what i mean not so i'm not even talking about predetermination like whether there's like i have free will like i i don't know any of those things but like i think just here where i'm at at this point in my life right now i just don't know like you know i i feel like there's so many things that i enjoy i've enjoyed about my life you know and and certain interests that i've had some more than others and at sometimes it's you know just depends i have waves you know what i mean like sometimes right. i want to be a fuck like all i want to do is play pool and be the best pool player sometimes i just want to play the fucking guitar and be the best guitar player sometimes i just want to fucking learn something new you know what i mean like yeah 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 and so i i feel like sometimes like i get caught up in so many of my roles or and not even roles that are assigned to me but roles that i wish i could fill the type of way I wish I could, if that makes sense. Makes um, perfect sense, actually. And then sometimes I think, like, 
dude, you're not filling any of these damn rules. You know what I mean? It's like you're half-assing everything. You know what I mean? And so when I think about that and I think about purpose, I just think, like, what is your purpose? Like, even when you have, like, if I were to have a family with Denise, so, you know what I mean? If we have kids, whatever, you know? I mean, maybe at that point, yeah, you'll feel more purpose because there's a being that you have to look over. But until then, like, the only person I have to think about is myself. And I don't, sometimes I just don't feel like, the progress I've made in the things that I say I have an interest in isn't where I expect it to be. So then that's where I tell myself, like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Like, you know, you, you've spent all this fucking time, all this fucking money. Like either, you know, for whatever reason, you know, uh, I think more about school because that debt don't play. Fuck and it's like. Know. You know where where are you? You know, and like where are you? And I think I'm in actually. I I feel like I'm in a great place. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, but I I I think there. You know, when it gets to that, I think there is a little bit of that com- complexity within ourselves that it's never good enough. It's never good enough. You know. Right. Right. So I don't like I said, I don't know how much of it is my mind playing with me, and I don't know how much of it is reality. <laughs> to be honest, right. bro. You know, and that well, actually. Just, I mean. Uh-huh. So go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, go I don't ahead. want to check the mic. No, 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 no. You go. No, I know. I was just going to say like, and maybe it's not even fucking about the purpose. Like maybe mm. it's the purpose that's slowing us down is being so focused on a purpose. Cause mm. I like, dude, you made me realize like, fuck, I can, I relate to that a lot. Like even with some of the things that I do now, like I do photography and I'm like, I'm not that fucking great at it. Like, okay. I don't mm. think, I don't think that was it because I feel like I half-assed it or I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, you know, I like to golf. And then I'm like, well, I feel like I half-assed it because I'm not doing it fucking two or three times a week, you know? Yeah. Or even what I do as a career. Like, I, I, I relate to that so much, dude, about, like, what would be – and I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but you're right. Like, I almost beat myself up. Like, dude, you just half-ass everything. Like, you want to do a little bit of everything, and at the end of the day, like, you're not focused on any of it. And, yeah. And, like – and – and like, I don't know, I guess maybe it's not, again, maybe it's not about the purpose. Maybe it's about just enjoying that and fucking like, what's wrong? Mm. Like, honestly, what's wrong with being so open to wanting to try new things and finding out mm. that you don't like that shit or it turns out that you were passionate about it five years ago, but you're not anymore. I mean, mm. honestly, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but, no, yeah, but I know it's ingrained in us too, to, to, to shoot for perfection at each and everything. That yeah. You do. And I think that's, that's an, another big problem, you know, and it's weird because I'm not even a competitive person. Like, and not to say that you need one to have the other, like you don't need to be competitive to want something to be perfect, you know, but right. you know, I, I do sometimes like feel like there's correlation, you know what I mean? In terms of, you know, if you want something to be perfect, it's usually better than someone else's, you know? Right. right. So, like you have to again, compare, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I'm not competitive. I don't feel very competitive. I mean, maybe if it's friendly, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, like, honestly, bro, when do you really see me dig in? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I know for sure. For unless sure. I win. I'm a sore winner sometimes, maybe. But, no, I, th- um, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like I get more frustrated with myself than anyone yeah, else. For sure. But I was going to say, um, fucking, dude, I remember so clearly back when I was in middle school and I had like my first little girlfriend back then and, you know, and we would get into these really deep conversations. No, I'm just kidding. But we would talk (laughs) sometimes about like, you know, whatever. We talked about whatever the fuck was hip at the time, you know, um, MTV cribs. I don't know. But, um, 
um, I remember specifically telling her more than once, like telling her, like, I've always felt, and like me, what? I was in eighth grade. Well, actually, no, ninth grade. I was a, a freshman in high school. Um, and, um, and I remember telling her specifically, like, I just feel like my brain is not my friend. Like, my worst enemy is my brain, essentially, you know? And I'm constantly running away from the shit my brain is telling me, you know what I mean? Because, like, and I don't know That's why. I, I Since I was a kid, I knew my worst, my worst enemy was myself, you know? Which I don't think is an original idea. I think most people feel that, you know? But, yeah. like... For me, it just, it just makes me think back to, like, you know, the purpose. You know what I mean? And I'm always telling my dude, you're not doing a damn thing with any of these. Things. You know what I mean? Like, for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. But it fucking, you know, it, it, it's exhausting, man. And fucking, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons that alcohol just sits well with me. In terms of, like, relaxing my, my mind and just kind of getting away from it all. Like, you know... I feel like there's been times where I've like I'm in love with it, dude. Like that is my love. Like I don't want to do anything but sit here on my couch all day and drink. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. I Damn. Yeah, and, yeah. And you know, once again, that's not where I'm at right now. But I've definitely felt that. And once again, I, I I'm not trying to say that like um that I feel like I've ever been. In, I mean, I'm sure I've had addictive traits addictive personalities to it um but i mean thankfully like i don't i don't think i've ever been in a place where like oh yeah this dude's in the full-blown i've had i've definitely gone on binges though i've gone on some fucking sick-ass benders but you know other than that you know yeah we'll see, you know man. it's crazy Fuck, that we'll just what the future that has. just <clears throat> that reminded me of of there was a time when i was younger i think it was in elementary school and I remember my parents put me in accordion classes, like Sick. legit, dude, like in San Bernardino, like in the hood, and and I'd go play accordion. Learning some like, Yeah, dude, and what's crazy <laughs> is that I I actually just I vividly remember, like I was about it, like I enjoyed it, like I was enjoying mm. it, like I was you know, cause I I mean, I was blessed enough that they did put us in a couple different things, like mainly soccer, and I think that even that was something that was very difficult because my dad. I told you my dad used to play soccer professionally. And yeah. so I almost felt like it took away from my journey of playing soccer because I was like, it was about following my dad's footsteps and not about mm -hmm. me playing. Like my dad didn't really go to my games a lot because he would go play. So it was usually like my mom and like the best part about it was like trying to score goals so that my grandma would give me some money on a Sunday, you know? See. So it was, it was cool, but I, I feel for the longest dude, I had such a disconnection from soccer because I felt like I just did it out of habit. Like, mm. you know, and so like when I started golfing, like that was one of the things that I really, um, like really noticed the difference where I was like, whoa, dude, like I, I would, I'll, I would actually sit down on the couch and look up videos and find things. And, and, you know, when I, when I found out about prices of even golf clubs, I was like, people pay $200, $300, $400 for this type of shit. Like what the fuck? You know, like, I thought that was crazy. Dude. I mean, there's, yeah. there's literally golf clubs that are over a thousand dollars. And I thought like that's so stupid like you're chasing a ball you know mm -hmm. and once i started getting into it once i really like was about it i started catching on to that where i'm like whoa like i never even did this with soccer like you would never see me just going out there and really like 
like having that commitment or that dedication and disciplining myself to be like, yo, let me kick the ball around. And I think that's when I started noticing my lack of passion for it and how it was more just, it was more a habit, you know? But anyway, what, what, I, what I kind of went on a tangent there. What I remember with the, um, with the accordion is I remember like liking it and enjoying it, doing that, mess around, play around. And I remember coming home one day and I was playing on the couch and my mom like basically tells me to shut up, right? And she's like, she's like dude, just stop. Mm. And I remember, I remember kind of like trying to let her know, like, I like this, like I want to play, like I'll go practice. And I, and she told me, pretty much said like, you know, I don't even know why you're doing that. I'm pretty sure you're gonna get over it here in a week or two. Might as well put mm. that thing away. Oh man. And and I just, I don't know that I want to blame that. Like this moment just kind of hit me right now. I don't know that I want to blame that, but I feel like that kind of set me up to, to like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is this is who I am. Like, obviously, yeah. my mom knows me better than myself. You know, because I, everything that I think that I was doing as a kid in, in my home, at least, felt. Now looking back, I felt like everything that I was doing was for them. Yeah. You know, like me yeah. listening, me me keeping my head down, me getting good grades, me not rebelling. Like, I I was the only kid that wore uniforms when I went to school. You know, and like I would come home and I would change, and then I could go play outside, but. Like, I felt like literally everything that I did was to please my parents, was to keep them off my back. And mm. I think that, you know, we talk about generational traumas and some of the things that go on and, like, even barriers that I think now as a parent I'm trying to break. And I think that that's a big part of our, our culture sometimes is that it's very focused on we raise the kids, but we're the ones living the lives. Like the kids are kind of going based off of how we're living, you know, mm. at least in my home, it was very much like that. And, and so even now with my son to kind of flip that around to where I don't want to say I'm spoiling him, but it's like, I'm listening and paying more attention to him and the way that he needs his, you know, because at the end of the day, we all feel the same way. The only difference is that they don't know how to express it as we do mm -hmm. you know we've lost that innocence so now we do shit like fight you know and fucking get into trouble we do drugs we do alcohol we fucking you know we don't respect people um mm -hmm. assault you know what i'm saying like like literally from every point of the spectrum is like those are ways of handling the emotions that are toxic and as a child mm -hmm. all you do is cry <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like, like, fuck, dude, he's fucking hungry. He can't say it. All he's doing is crying. He's crying. Mm. He's not hurting anybody. He's not doing anything. To anybody. He's just crying. And 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 you know what? What did parents do? Is and I've done it myself. Like I, I you know, I, I fell into it too. Is like, be quiet, cut it out, go to your room, put stuff away. And what, what are we teaching? And so now I guess everything kind of, you know, my dad's. My dad would always tell me. I remember that's one thing my dad would always say. Like. You know, the world comes around. You're going to have kids someday. You're going to have kids. And, oh, dude, it was so annoying. Like, literally every drive um, home from school, at some point or another, when we'd had a conversation, it was just my dad like, oh, you're going to have kids someday. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I know. I heard this one already, you know. And, dude, I'll tell you right now, like, yep. And, I, and until I had my son, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand mm. it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it it reminded me of that that accordion incident where she was like, "Hey, you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything. Just just you, put it down." And it's 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 crazy that you mentioned about like your passion, you know. And I feel like part of it's like, 
I mean, and I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm jumping the gun, and I, I like do. You, or let me ask you. I guess do you feel like because your dad wasn't there to, I guess, judge you on golfing that made you like it a little more? Because no one could give you shit about it. Damn. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think it's. I mean, I, honestly, I hadn't really thought about it that way because I didn't feel like mm. I was rebelling, mm. but. But I guess I could answer it by saying I'm also enjoying it because I know that it's my own. Not necessarily yeah, right. like, yeah. oh, like I'm, I'm rebelling against my dad. I don't think I'm rebelling anymore. Mm. But I, you're right. I do think that part of the reason why I'm enjoying the things that I'm enjoying now is because I'm doing them for myself. Yeah. And, and that remi- it's funny because that reminds me of drumming. For me, I feel like that's what drumming was. It's still music related, you know. But when I went over to drumming in high school, I mean, I was already playing guitar, but, you know, I picked yeah, up drumming. Yeah, didn't know shit drummer. about that. He didn't know a goddamn thing. Like, <laughs> what are you going to tell me, dude? Oh, that I suck? Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, that's literally no, no, what no, I no, thought. No. Like, I didn't give a fuck about his opinion. Yeah, that makes sense. Me, it wasn't a valid opinion. Like, what are you basing this off? You know, like, anywho. So fucking, and I feel like I had such a passion. Even my mom tells me, that I have never seen you practice on the guitar the way you did with drums, dude. Like, I had my whole little station in the garage with a mirror so I could check my heights, dude. Like, I would bring the snare drum home to the garage, like, during winter breaks and stuff. And so... All like you know, you talking about that made me think about this. And like, if I could put on my nerd glasses for a sec, fucking, it actually reminds me of a theory that I learned in grad school when it comes to like how people develop. And it's um, it's called um, uh, I don't even know it's a theory, but it's called self authorship, the theory of self authorship. And so, pretty much, uh, these authors created like almost like a like a step by step, very simple based as to how we develop so the first one is we follow formulas so you know as a kid we do exactly as we're told you feel me like we just follow what our fucking parents tell us to do and you know if they tell us that we want to be fucking doctors we're going to be doctors if we're going to be lawyers that's what we're going to you know what i mean like and then um so the second step is crossroads so crossroads is usually brought on a little bit later, maybe when you're in your teens. And this could actually last a while. Depend- everyone's a little different. So crossroads is when you're finally starting to feel conflict with the things that you were taught. So that could be religion. That could be careers. That could be any type of values that you have that were given to you from, uh, from your parents. You know, you're kind of at that crossroads. So pretty much what happens at this point is... Either you let go of certain beliefs or you hold on to certain beliefs and you hold them a little bit tighter. You know what right. I mean? So, I'm, I mean, once again, this can make, like, people argue that this can be a lifetime and you can move on to other things while still being in crossroads. But anywho, then the next one, the third step is self-authorship, right? So, finally, when you're a self-author, you kind of feel like you're starting to write your own story. Like gotcha. no one's writing it for you. You know what I mean? Then the last step is, is I think commitment to self-authorship, which, which is not only are you being a self-author, but you finally understand like how autonomous you are as a person. And you know what I mean? Like that doesn't necessarily mean you can't bring in beliefs from other people, but you kind of understand how it works more within yourself and in your environments, you know? So it just made me think of that because I feel like a lot of that is like us just finally, you know, and, and you know what? You're stepping out to be right, our own, bro. you know? 
I literally, I was just thinking about this the other day, actually. Um, just about how, you know, we ha- we, you know, they always say like, oh, he's a teenager, he's going through puberty, and like, we're always quick to just go to like, oh, they're teens, they're being rebels, they're fucking this, they're fucking that, right? And like, and it just got me thinking that while it's not, you know, I'm not generalizing it, but it's not false, right? Mm-hmm. But then. Like, it gets me thinking, like, well, it makes fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Because we're no longer kids. Now, now we're no longer, like... And I, I'm not even... I feel like as a parent, I'm, I'm kind of judging other parents a little bit. And I understand... You know, I, I'm probably sh- sure I'll, I'll probably get some, some backlash for it. And there's probably more research that shows that it's just also a developing phase of their life. But I think that a big part of it is that as a parent... You know, if we're so focused on just getting what we want out of the child, they're in a phase now where, you know, not only are are, are they developing a, a brain of their own, are they starting to see things differently, but let's be honest, dude, you start making friends and you start seeing how other homes are and you start realizing, oh shit, what I thought was right in my home is like, my dad's just a fucking jerk or my mom's just controlling my mom, you know what I mean? Like... And, you know, to a certain extent, I think we see the good and the bad and all those things, which sometimes it screws us up because even certain things that I could say that feel justified, like for the longest, I thought it was justified to hit my child because I'm like, well, my mom did it and look how I came out. You know, like I came out all right. We need, I need to be tough and blah, blah, blah. And once I got deeper into it and I realized like, dude, it didn't really do shit other than give me a bunch of anxiety and a bunch of self-doubt and I lack a bunch of confidence over it. Because there was another approach that could have been done. But I'll be honest too though, it requires more fucking effort. Yeah. Perfect perfect example, dog. Uh um Julian, maybe about six months ago, a year ago. No, nah, no, nah, more like a year ago. Um, his mom had put him in swimming lessons and I and I remember telling her I thought that was weird because she was like, I'm paying all this money, blah blah blah. I said, Look, I don't see the point in that. You know, if you just get in the pool with them, teach him. You know, and dude, I got in the pool with him one day and I took his vest off and of course he's freaking out. And me, like as a, as an old school macho was like, dude, like chill out. It's just water, like kick back, you know, chill out. Like I was getting frustrated. Mm -hmm. And so he's like trying to hold on to me and I'm like, dude, I got you. Like, let me go. I got you. Like doing what I thought was like giving my son that, no, my son's going to be tough. He's going to get in here, blah, 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 blah. Stupid. So stupid, dude. And uh, so this last like two weeks, bro, literally it took like four days of him and I just getting in the pool. Like I bought him his little vest. And so mm-hmm. first day, like he just, at that point, it's like, I don't even care, bro. He'll learn when he learns, right? you know? And, and it was like second day, he's like, Hey, you know, he's looking at the other kids. Like, I want to take my vest off. And all I could think is like, Oh shit. Like this is his own confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't think he sees that I'm also learning from this experience myself. So I'm like, all right take it off and then he jumped in and like he got scared i could tell he got scared so i like i grabbed him over he's like i want to put it back on i'm like all right cool put it back on okay fast forward a couple of, you know this was like two three times bro tell me why today we get in the pool this fool straight up takes his vest off and just jumps in the pool like before me even getting in there really? and i'm like julian like what are you doing mm-hmm. say oh puppy i just want to get it. and i'm like well why am i gonna get mad if he's confident in himself right now you know, like, of course, yeah, I got to keep an eye on him and make sure happened. that he's fine. Yeah. yeah, but, and it just, it really hit me like, dude, the lesson was learned regardless. The kid knows how to swim. Yeah. And I didn't have to 
get what I wanted out of him. And and we'll see, man. I guess we'll find out in 10 years when this guy's 14, 15. And either he's going to fucking respect me and we're going to get along fine or, or he's going to look at me. And, and I guess because I'm very – I hold myself accountable. I do think that he's a teenager and he doesn't run the show. But at the same time, I think that – I think that a big part of that is is how we raise our kids too. Yeah. You know, like it resonates where I don't want him to I don't want him to fear me. I want him to like respect me and to trust me and to know, "Hey, you know, we're we're buddies, but at the end of the day, like I'm your father." Yeah. You know, and like I don't know, it's just it's interesting. Like I I I I'm not saying I defend all the teenagers out there, but I do defend all the teenagers out there cuz I think that it comes from well, you know, lack of what we do at home and I think that as parents we could do a much better job, you know? Yeah. I know right now when you mentioned like oh like you know the teenagers it um I'm not sure this is exactly what you're saying I think it relates though at least um but John Mayer the other day so I saw him on one of those uh, hot one um episodes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. those hot yeah. wings and yeah. so he was on there um and at one point he says something to the kind of like uh, regarding young people and he's like you know I'm a defender of young people saying stupid shit and I, I think I appreciated him saying that because I think a lot of times there's this sense of like this, there's generational gaps and we're always like, you don't fucking get where we're coming from. And of course, they like, you know, the younger crowd is always saying to the older crowd that, you know, the same shit. And um, it, it almost just feels like, you know, your approach to it is very, um, like you want to be mindful of it all, you know what I mean? And so... Um, and it's I still mean, scary, bro. It's I still bet, scary dude. because because yeah. the old the old the old the the deep roots of me like do question like, and I know it doesn't matter. I know yeah. that, and obviously, as you could tell, like it's my battle, and I don't let it get in between the relationship with my child. But I'd mm-hmm. also be lying to myself if I didn't say that. Like, even though I could see the fruit of of doing that, it's yeah. still like, fuck. Like, is my kid? You know what I mean? Like, is my yeah, kid gonna right. be like? Some fucking shit, you know, because it's so ingrained in me. It's so ingrained in me. So it's it's still a constant battle, even as a father, to to feel like what I'm doing sometimes isn't right because I'm not yelling and and putting my foot down and and making him what I would call tough. But I think also having this platform and us doing what we do, it kind of makes me see like, no, like this has actually done me a lot more harm. Than it does because to tell you the truth, dude, the second that like I moved out, I didn't have any self discipline, yeah. like to get myself up and brush my own teeth and do that. Like, it was almost like, oh shit, my mom's not here. I don't have to do it for her. Like, what? Wait, mm. what am I supposed to do for myself now? You yeah. know? Yeah. So, t- so to channel a lot of that within myself actually has helped, and I I would encourage parents to really, um, you know. It shit happens, right? We've all made mistakes. It is what it is. But like, I would encourage parents and you know listeners in general to reflect, to really go back to see where that comes from, because you're affecting someone that shouldn't be affected, and and it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass. I think, you know, yeah. and and you know, I don't know. I guess also just more importantly, I think being able to channel it for yourself is actually gonna make you better for them. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, like I, I, I think it's you know a a belief that a lot of people for some reason have, like that tradition is the way to go. You know, oh, it's just tradition. You know uh, what I mean? Oh yeah, like, that's, And I, I feel like, I mean, I understand. Like, it's comfortable. You want, yeah, you want to have comfortability, and you, you know, like, you want things to seem familiar. But just because something is familiar doesn't mean it's right. And and even if it is right, does that mean that it's the most efficient way to do it? 
Can right, it not become right. more efficient? You know, can it not become more, I guess, right, if you will? Um, and, like, I, I think back to this story that I, I got from one of my world religions teacher when I first started RCC. This was one of my first classes, my first semester. And he said this thing. Uh, it's pretty much like, a, I don't know if it was a saying or a story to kind of, uh, you know, make the point go, you know, make the make his point. But he pretty much, you know, talked about, like, there was this family and that they there was this tradition to like whenever they made fucking Thanksgiving dinner with their turkey or whatever, they always cut their turkey in half, right? They didn't know why, but they just said it was it's tradition. That's the way my mom made it. That's the way my grandma made it. Whatever. They end up coming to find out that the only reason the, the turkey was cut in half was because back in the day the oven wasn't big enough to hit, fit the whole turkey. <laughs> so it's like. This whole time, yeah. you're just doing this based off a of tradition, probably making it harder for yourself because you have to cut the damn thing in half, you know? Right. All just to right. find out that the only reason is because their oven wasn't big enough. You feel me? It's, like, just, so, it's such a habit, right? Yeah. And I mean, I to be honest, I don't remember if that's like a true story or if that, I mean, but you could it's see just to something prove a point. like Yeah, no, it yeah, makes sense you know, though. You could see something like that being being true, so... You know, hey man, big ups to you for challenging it because I think you're right. Sometimes you have to fight like things that your your self is telling you, you know what I mean? And I even yeah. like not to compare, like, you know, especially for people out there who have kids, like not even the same, but with my my, my puppy, my dog, dude, <laughs> like even the other day when it came down to for me taking him to the vet, I felt so many emotions because I felt like, dude, he'll be fine. Like, I'll just give him a fucking Benadryl or two, and I'm sure it'll go away. But then at the same time, there was another part of me that was saying, nah, dude, you need to take... But I, I just kept thinking back to my other, my old dog, Ugo. I'm like, we never took that dude to the vet. My mom would feed him, like, leftover menudo. And, you know what I mean? So, like, it's I, once again, it's, it's a puppy, totally different, not as severe, you know? Well, when they're young, they just, they both poop and sleep, so it's kind of similar. <laughs> hey, a man, little you bit. Said, you said it, <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I love my son. Yeah, no, but you know, and it's just like you know. I mean, of course, that that's more of a silly thing, but it's still kind of messed with me a little bit. Like I can't even make a fucking judgment on taking my dog to go see a vet. Which, by the way, vets. I, I mean, if you're a vet out there, please <laughs> reach out because I have a lot of hate for y'all right now. I mean, and I'm trying to I'm trying to be like you know nice. So please DM me. I have a lot of questions for y'all because. I don't know, man. I Before mean, we start whatever. stirring the pot, let's have them reach out first, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before I start talking that shit, because I got a lot to say. I got a lot to let off my chest, but no, I'm just well, yeah, I'm not just kidding. I'm a little the, the parenting, the parenting thing is is it's interesting, man. Like I said, the world really does does go in circles and. Yeah. Like I think eventually we do need to have like a conversation on like homosexuality and you know things like that. Um, Dude, but that even would, that, yes. bro, even that, even that mm. alone, like when it comes to parenting, like I look at it now and I realize like I'm sorry, sorry, not sorry, but like as a parent, you know, as a man, if it fucking bothers you that your kid's gay, that's your ego, that's your pride. It's got nothing mm. to do with your kid. Yeah. you know because and i'll you tell you because i've i've also right. i've also like i've had moments thinking about julian and then i'm like yeah. how would i take it you know mm-hmm. and and like you know this would be years ago and I, I look back now and i think like what the fuck's the matter to me like like why yeah. why is it the first instinct as a macho is like oh, 
Because that's what it is. It's like, what are the homies going to think? What are people going to think that my son turned, you know, that's different, whatever the case is. And so, you know, tied into everything else, like I think the ego and the pride that we have as as, as machistas, you know, sometimes it, it really, it stops us from, from forgetting, like, we just need to listen. And it's not about, like, it's about us. It's really just like, this person is not you. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to live a better life that we didn't, that we didn't, live through their eyes like they're they're their own person you know and and yeah it's, it's interesting man it's 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 interesting to learn to learn from him to see him develop even I, sometimes i find it weird like even today when i picked him up as soon as he sees me he like runs out he's like i missed you and i'm like what hey like i mean it feels good of course but yeah. you know me not giving myself that credit sometimes i'm like what like that's yeah, I missed you too. Like, damn, yeah. that's that's dope. Like, I, I couldn't see myself having, I could never go up to my dad and be like, hey, pops, I missed you, you know? Te extrañe. Like, that's yeah. that's not something that we do. And that doesn't mean that I don't have a strong relationship with my dad, but it's like you said, yeah. like, I've had to learn and embrace that, you know, that's that was the world that I was brought, in, brought up in, but I want to also create a healthier world for myself and my son. And I think this is where we we can accept both worlds and say, hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change my father. You yeah. know, I know that we show the love very differently, but if I can use those tools to create a better world for myself and my son. Why the fuck wouldn't we? You know. Yeah. And so I was gonna ask you, like, you know, since we were on the topic, like, what 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 do you think? Like, what? How would you handle if your son were to tell you, like, oh, you know, I'm gay? Like how, it, at dude. this point, you know, like I, I, like now, I'm about it. I mean, I would question. I wouldn't necessarily question him. I would just. I think it would be more like. I would be intrigued in a way of wanting to understand where he comes from. Like, sure. but I wouldn't neglect my child. I would. I would. I would try to be as sensitive as possible and letting him know. And and to be honest, like, I think it would be even as a father. I feel like it'd be important to tell my child, like, hey, dude. This is this is weird. This is weird. I don't really know how to help, how not to, but I'm here. I support because I think that that that's just as important, like being honest and being fucking transparent. You know, it's yeah. so interesting that you bring that up. Like, um, so I I, I I feel we could do we could probably do a whole episode on just on just that. But like, I don't know if I told you about the big brother, big sisters. So the, oh, uh, yeah. Th- so it's funny you you bring them up because I actually used to work with them kind of very okay. in a soft manner uh, back when I did my um, back when I used to work at the nonprofit in Santa Ana. So I'm I'm familiar with what they do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe so it looks like it, it's familiar. pretty much a vo- it's a it's a volunteer program mm-hmm. for older brothers, older sisters, and they, they volunteer and they they basically spend time every month with with kids. So. I was told about it, and they had like a like a big brother, big sister night at a brewery to give information. So I went to the one for the Orange County um, like division, right? And like something that really, really struck me was that it's predominantly Raza that are in Orange County, mm. and yet there was like nothing but white people there. Mm. And like honestly, dude, in that moment to me was like all I could think of, right? Maybe I was being defensive, but like all I could think of was like, bro, like we talk about helping our communities, we talk about doing all this shit, and it's like, where are we at? Where are we at? Like that was my initial thought. Like where? Why? Why? I mean, nothing towards white people, dude. But I like I just couldn't help but think like, why are they raising our kids? Like where are we? 
Where the hell are we? That yeah. was that was like seriously the first thing that popped in my head. So I went through the whole thing, dude. It was a whole screening process and it's interview and everything. And um, you know, they start asking you questions about your life, and so they start asking me a lot of things, pretty much like about my past and just like. I'm transparent with you. Like I was extremely transparent with them and like, they almost seemed concerned. And at one point, like they asked me like, you know, well, well don't you see that being, a-? because I remember specifically, they asked me about drugs. So have you done drugs within the last like five years? And I said, yes. When was the last time I said, well, it was like this many years ago. Well, um, do you see that being an issue with your child? You know, with being a brother? I said, no, not at all. I said, why? I said, because it's a phase that I, you know, it was a part of, it was a part of me for sure. But like, it was something I went through in life. And, you know, if, if the, the child that I have is old enough, mm-hmm. I would be more than happy as an older brother to talk about it because I think it's important. Like, I don't, I don't, I would not want to pretend like I'm a great, perfect person to my older brother. Like I would want him to know my lows if he's mature enough to understand them so that hopefully he doesn't make the same mistakes. But that he knows that even if he does, it's on his ass to figure it out and to handle his consequences and to be better about it. He doesn't have to stay in that low position for the rest of his life because he made a serious mistake. Yeah. And uh, and then one of the other questions was, um, would I have a problem with with um, with a child that was gay? Mm. And and so they asked me like, would you be okay if? And it's and they said like, it's okay. You can be honest. Like, would you be okay with it? And and I was honest, dude. I said, look. You know, I'm not adopting a child. This isn't my son. This is not my brother. I said, and I don't know how I feel about it. Not because I can't be supportive. I just, I don't know that, like, I would even know how to help or how to comfort them. Like, and I think it was more of my self-doubt of realizing, like, just just the support alone is all you needed. But I just felt mm-hmm. like, oh, I need to know every single thing about being gay in order to, to be a brother to someone that's gay, you know? So right. maybe, you know, it was also my fear of not feeling like I was going to be capable of providing that loving environment for them that I told them. Like, I don't know that I could create a safe environment for them because I don't I don't know anything about that, how it works, you know? And um, anyway, long story short, dude, I got denied. I got denied and, like, Pretty much everyone that I that I knew that like is close to me was like, what the fuck? And and I thought the same thing, like, how? There's no way. Like, there's no way. And yeah, I think everything's a blessing in disguise. Um, I think that me not being able to do that is a big part of being able to do this. Because this is the transparency that we speak of. The resources are out there, but how do we apply them? How where are we seeing the journeys of people living their lives based off of these resources? You know, how, how are people able to really connect and to motivate themselves and, and move forward when the books are there, when the resources are all there, when we have, you know, a phone. Even, I mean, even if you're just on Instagram all day now, you can actually find some stuff, which, you know, I'm not saying it's the most reliable source. I'm just yeah. saying, like, there's information thrown at us from every angle now, and we don't see enough of where that really relates to our homes, and so... Like now I look back and I see it as a blessing where I think like, damn, in that moment, I, was, I felt like a fucking dirtbag because I felt like, dude, you ain't shit again. You know what I mean? Like just when yeah. you thought you were trying to do something right and help the community and volunteer your time for a child, it turns out you're not even – like they don't think you're you're enough of a decent fucking person. And it, mm-hmm. it kind of made me mad, of course, because then I it kind of changed my perspective. And it's something that I think I, I even want to look into of thinking, well, before I thought – I was the pro- like we were the problem because we weren't going in there and taking care of these kids. And then me getting rejected was almost like 
well, maybe maybe they're not allowing us to. Yeah. Now maybe they're not allowing us to go in there. So, but yeah, I guess going back to the whole the whole uh, the gay thing, like no man, I'm I'm supportive. I mean, I, again, like mm. I'm respectful. I think mm. I think it's fair that just like my son has a right to voice his opinion, I'll voice mine, and I'll be as sensitive as I can about it. But yeah. it would it would, I mean I would I wouldn't let it get between my relationship with my child. You know, because I know that if I do anything that makes me feel weird or even if I feel like my son's going to be like soft or feminine, I'll tell you the truth, as weird as it is and it might be my battle, but that's my own thing. And I know that it's my ego and it's my Mm -hmm. fucking pride. And because all I can think of is like, oh, like my son is not some fucking super brave, strong man that's going to hold our name down and bring, you know, fucking carry the last name or because the homies know that it's like, oh, look at Carlos is fucking son, but. Mm-hmm. I think I've moved past that now where I, I've, I've accepted that that's where that comes from. It has nothing yeah. to do with who my child actually is as a person, you know? Makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've thought of that question so many kinda times. Kind of took off there I, for a minute, my bad. <laughs> no, you're good, bro. I mean, I take off all the time, so. No need to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, when, when I, I've, I've thought about that one so many times and, you know, so like I, I and I think back to even when I was like super religious. I don't know if you remember that period in my life where I was going to youth group and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, which I appreciate the the experience for what it was. You know, I met you know great people during that time, and so, you know, but I remember even during that time, like I never understood the hate on like just see the, the like during that time i think it was more like the focus was just more on like gay folks now it's really expanded to like the lgbtq plus community you know what i mean so um but anywho and i, I just remember always remember thinking back to you know like i just don't understand the hate like i don't fucking understand it and there was this right. fucking stupid saying that there was there was a, hey you, you have to hate this uh, no don't hate the sinner hate the sin and i'm like the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> hate is hate, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, let's just hate their lifestyle. Oh, got it. Like, dude, like, anywho, and so, it. yeah. Um, but anywho, that that doesn't mean that you know. I mean, I I know I've had fucking problematic views or problematic, you know, uh, ways of talking, you know, about about the LGBTQ plus community, especially when I was in fucking high school. Um. And, and, you know, and even through that, like that experience of, you know, seeing, I guess, like a very soft hate, you know what I mean? And like, but you know, you feel it you're, and you're kind of like, well, these motherfuckers are really, you know, saying some shit like that. And I think that alone was able to fucking pull me in a place of like, okay, you need to get your own mind together. Like you can't let other people tell you how to perceive other folks you know what right, i mean like right. it's not fucking right you know and so i like i feel like you know as i've learned more and more i've, I've had different responses to this because i feel like in the beginning when i really started to think about what would i do if my my child was gay um and i think i thought predominantly about my son being gay I remember thinking like, okay, that's fucking fine, but you're a fucking man, and that doesn't matter. Like, if you have a sexual preference for another man, that's that's fine. That doesn't make you less of a fucking man. You know what I mean? And I think that actually came from an experience I had one time with 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 a friend of mine, and you know, I was a fucking high school kid, super naive, and 
obnoxious in my way of, you know, asking things very insensitively. And one time I asked my, my homie who he, he's gay. And I think he like for, you know, for dumb reasons, we were fucking asking him questions like, you know, and you, now looking back that in and of itself was so problematic because we put that person in the state of them having to answer all these questions. Like they Spot become the light. fucking, the, yeah, they become the ambassador for, you know, gay folks or whatever. So, Right. Um, but I remember saying one time, I, I asked him and he got fucking pissed. He's about to beat my ass. He, um, he said, um, or I asked him like, oh, so are you, are you the, 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 the female or the male? Or I asked him some shit like that. And he looked at me dead in my fucking eyes. He's like, I'm a fucking man. He's like, and like, he's like, I'm a man who likes to fuck other men. And that's how, that's how, that's how, but he was mad, bro. And I'm just like, oh, dude, like, fuck. My bad, dude. And like, it, but the way he he said it, it just fucking set that thing in my mind. Like, I never even thought of that. Like, right, right. you know what I mean? Like, and it's just so fucking, for me, so clueless to be in that state of mind. You know what I mean? Of just not fucking knowing at that point. And so I remember like, you know, I started thinking about, and I always thought back to that experience and thinking like, whatever, well. If he likes other men, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? You're still now. It's even changed where it's like you know. I think with you know uh, being sensitive to to trans folks and you know understanding, like the idea of you know gender being a, a social construct, which I know right now there's like there's debates as to whether that's true or not. And to be honest, like I don't know where I'm at on that. All I fucking know is that what does it fucking matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. If, yeah. Like, yeah. If like yeah, may, maybe biologically it's not as fluid as people may feel it is because you're either born with this or that, and in some rare cases I know you could be born with both. You know what I mean? And and I guess from there you there's a process that goes on with that. You know, but um, right. I don't know, dude. Like I I just feel like as I've learned more and more, it's just like when I think about how I'm gonna handle it, like really like. It's just raising a human being. Like, you know, like, yeah. I, I, I can't think, I can't put things in the box of like, I'm going to raise a boy who's going to like girls, who's going to like this. They're going to have different fucking preferences on different things. You know what I mean? Whether that's right. on their gender, whether that's their sexuality, whether that's the fucking instrument they want to play. Whether I think people them are wanting to play golf it. or them wanting to be fucking soccer players you know like it's ultimately going to come down to them being their own self-authors you know yeah and i can't the part that i will say like i think it's like the part that i have a hard time understanding sometimes though is like how young some of this stuff starts happening like that's the part that i like again but 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 ultimately but ultimately it's like you said like what does it matter i mean i don't know personally that i'm in a place to really like fight for everyone and anyone and like how to be I, I don't know I really don't man and I would hate to like try to like pursue it and be incorrect or insensitive or not really know what's going on but at the end of the day yeah like I'm on the same boat like what the fuck's it matter to me like and I don't mean that in a way where it's like oh I'm just gonna be insensitive and make a bunch of gay jokes everywhere because what do I care no it's just like okay I'm conscious enough of it I respect it but also like what is that stopping me? Like, if you, you know what I mean? If people are pursuing whatever they're pursuing. Like, it, it doesn't 
it shouldn't stop me from doing what I'm doing. I mean, why would it? You know what I mean? And especially with my son, like, in his case, it'd be different because if anything, like, that's the one person that I would want to support and give 120% of my effort into, like, hey, whatever the heck's going on with you. Because ultimately, like, he's going to make his own life. Like, he's yeah. not, again, it's not like our parents where, where, like, it almost felt like we were living for them. Like, this dude ain't living for me. Yeah. Like, he's going to have a life of his own. I got to handle my own shit, and he's going to handle his own. Yeah. You know, and I don't want him to ever feel that pressure that he needs to take care of me. Right. Or to think like, you know, okay, cool. You need to, you need to have a good career because you got to give me or, you, or you're like, you know, whatever you do, like you're my investment. Like, no, dude, you do you, mm-hmm. you know, like handle your stuff. I'm going to guide you in the best way that I know. Make sure that you're fucking, you turn out to be a pretty damn solid dude. And that's that, you know, because at some point, you know what, dude, at some point they're going to grow up, you know gay straight purple yellow pink whatever it is and the way i see it because everything comes around dude you don't think he's gonna remember that yeah i might have control of the situation right now to put my son down because of you know i, w- I won't even talk about the gay thing anymore like even just mm-hmm. even just you know for something he believes in or that he's about and like i could probably you know fucking crush his world right now as a parent because i know that i have total control of it and i think that our parents knew that they did and that's why some of us abused that mm-hmm. right but guess what? Like he's gonna grow up, and not only am I gonna fuck him up, but you don't think he's gonna remember the shit that I did to him? Yeah. It comes yeah. back around, bro. Yeah, it, comes back it definitely does. And you know, and it's funny, like, in it's not. I feel like sometimes it's not so much what they remember; it's how they remember it. For sure. You For know? sure. I, I think that that's just as important because I even think back to like you know my pops, and it's like, you know, like is that really how it was, or is that just how I perceive certain things? you know yeah and yeah. um but i think at this point it already made its impact you know right that, i mean yeah maybe i could go back and revise but you know um but i, I think, think i think a big part of it too is why we've even gotten to be big dudes and even why there's been a level of respect is because i think we've also been able to understand the intent like i don't think our parents were really trying to fuck us up you know what i mean mm-hmm. like sure i think they did uh, for sure they did i mean that's a big part of really channeling of a lot of our toxic traits but like at least i don't think that my parents intention was always like to put me down yeah i mean yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't think i mean thinking back to mine i don't think that either but i mean and i think it's like what like i mean i think we shared it like it's a sick way of fueling us you know it's not good enough you know it needs to be better you know right I don't right. think they, I don't think sometimes they realize the the harm that can have, but but yeah, bro. I mean, I feel Fuck, like we man. we kind of touched on a few different things. I, I still wish I could be a kid again. No yeah, bills. I, yeah, no I responsibilities. definitely. You know, and I feel like we kind of were touching on that question I I had last time, but maybe on on our our check in, maybe we could really die, like you know the actual question of like how how do we regain how do we balance out wisdom and 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 um wisdom and and you know having the childlike innocence to to learn and engage in a, in a way that's refreshing i guess you know what i mean um but uh yeah, for sure but yeah i mean i don't did you have anything else you wanted to put nah, man i think that's it man i appreciate you sharing insight and sharing some of your personal stories there yeah, I know sometimes I kind of go into these weird, like, what the fuck is he saying? And honestly, dude, like, that's just really what I'm thinking. Like, 
No, and there's I think, nothing. No, no. I, I, no, like no. I, said, I, thank I, you. I guess not even so much to you, but even like people out there, like, you know, because I, I ask myself that, like, where am I going with it? And sometimes it's just such a, it's a trip, you know, how the human mind works, how, how the fucking, how really like we process things and, and sometimes things don't add up. You know, and it's right. that simple. They just don't fucking add up. Like, you know. I feel like uh, it's I, part of why our brain is the way that it is, too. Because I think if we had the answers, it would stop thinking so much. But we have so many shit that's, like, unknown. And, and I don't even know if there's answers to it, you know? Yeah. Even, like, the dreams the more, that the we more you try to The more you try to find it, like, the fucking more it goes on a tangent every time. Yeah, no, most definitely so. I mean, dude, all we could do is continue trying to tame this beast, you know? And, oh, yeah. and be our own self-authors, bro. Whatever the fuck that means, man, you know? Take, take in, like, you know, that's saying, take, taking life by its balls, dude, and just fucking doing what you need to do. But, you know, always trying to be as graceful as we can with ourselves in doing it, you know? I, I'm all about fucking working hard and and, you know what I mean? Like... Sometimes we just have to bulldoze through it, you know? That's just reality right. sometimes. That we have no other yeah. fucking choice. When our backs are against the wall, fucking, you're not going through me. I'm going through you. And that's how it's going to happen, you know? But it doesn't always sure. have to be that way, you know? And I, and I think the more graceful we are with ourselves, the more patient we are with ourselves, the less circumstances will feel that way, where we, we feel our backs against the wall. I mean, that's what I think. I can't say that for right. truth, you know? that. I, I I just hope that you know that can at least be my truth. So we'll see, bro. Yeah. No. No. I I agree with you. Um, that fool Abran said it best. I think he posted something on his Instagram. It said basically like, like yeah, I'm down, but I'm not out. Right. You know, like, and and it's true. At the end of the day, like, that's probably the most comforting thing now is that, even to to say like, oh, dude, I'm having a depressed ass day, but it feels different now because. I feel like I'm I'm open enough about my emotions now and I've embraced my feelings enough to where like I don't worry that the fact that I'm embracing them that I'm not capable of getting shit done still. Yeah. That's probably been like the most comforting and most badass thing I feel like in this journey for me. Like even to be able to come to my homies and be like, how are you? I'm not good. And not only to feel like I'm trusting myself, but that like my friends trust me enough now to know that like like, I'm fine. You know, even mm -hmm. when I say that I'm not good, it's not me saying, like, the fucking world's ending. It's me just, like, being honest with you guys and, like, I appreciate you listening and, like, we're going to bounce back from this. It's all part of it. It's all part of it. A day at a time. One day yeah. at a time for sure, bro. All good right, talk, man. man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, my friend. Fucking, it's always a pleasure. That's it. That's all I got tonight. Alright, trying to get some goddamn better. sleep now. Yeah. Alright. To all of our listeners, thank you all for for being loyal to us, for all your insight, for answering our questions, for keeping up on everything. Don't forget to share share all the information, man. You know, there's there's more of us out there that need this. Not even mm -hmm. honestly, I don't even give a fuck about the followers. I don't give a fuck about the likes. I don't give a fuck about any of that. But like, share it man if there's one more dude out there that could really use this to to be a better dad a better person for themselves you know or, or whatever man everyone's going through their own shit it never hurts like nobody i don't think nobody's ever really been hurt from from giving fucking positive and healthy information out there so thank you guys keep keep reaching out if there's anything that we can do for you guys fucking let us know 
That's all I got, man. You guys have a great night. Peace. I got you.